0: Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's... Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man! Hello, listeners. This is your third favorite podcast host, Jake, here with you for another episode of the Watching Comics Podcast. But tonight, today, this morning... Whatever time or place it is where you're accessing. First of all, thank you so much for listening. We're going to be doing today one of our unanswerable question segments. The, the segment where just one of us, Mitch or myself, brings you a question that we think can't quite be answered but is worth discussing anyway. Uh, again, I want to thank everybody for joining us. It's, uh, it's good to be heard. good to have you here we really appreciate your continued support and I hope that wherever we find you we're finding you someplace safe someplace uh, someplace sanitary someplace comfortable and that you're in a good situation right now so all that being said let's jump into an unanswerable question and here we go this past week, I tried to keep up with the amazing, maybe maybe one of the only great things to come out of all this COVID madness, Comic-Con at home, right? I mean, so, so look, Comic-Con just not happening the way it normally does is a bad thing. I'm, I'm not in favor of that. But as somebody who has never quite been able to find both the time and the money at the same time to go out to Comic-Con San Diego or one of the bigger conventions that happens, uh, this has been a fantastic opportunity to kind of get a front row seat, so to speak, at all of this. So throughout Comic-Con at home, uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend that I've listened to every single panel that I have watched everything. I've been trying to read a lot of stuff. I've tried to watch a few things that I found interesting. There's been some fascinating stuff, by the way. If you're not familiar, you need to go check it out. If you have any interest in comic books, comic book film, or really at this point, Comic-Con is just a generic pop culture place to be if you've got any interest in that, go check it out. There, there's a free plug for Comic-Con. I know they needed my help. Um, but I did pick up on uh, veteran comic book artist and creator Rob Leefield. I hope I'm saying that right. It's one of those things, you know, you read it a lot, but you never have an opportunity to say it out loud. So it's either Liefeld or Leafield, but I think it's Leefield. Rob Liefield, uh is one of the co-creators, and if to hear him tell it, the only creator, really, of Deadpool, and, uh, you know, what he said at Comic-Con this year is not news in the sense that he, it's never been said before, or not been said by him, but, you know, it's making the rounds again, and I thought it was worth looking at, and he said, he has been suggesting for some time now that Marvel has no intention of utilizing Deadpool in the MCU, maybe not at all, um, and and I found that fascinating, and so it brought me to our unanswerable question for the week. And I wanted to pose this to you, the listener, because I, I, I do pride... You know, I... I have a tendency to just make light of a lot of things. I'm aware of that. But I really do, and I mean this in all seriousness, I pride myself on. I truly believe our podcast has an incredibly intelligent listener base. Uh, We have a lot of people who know their stuff. If they're not educated, they go get educated. And I almost never, ever, never see anybody interacting with us that has no clue what they're saying or saying something that is, you know, and it doesn't mean I always agree with it. But you guys are awesome at always giving some sort of reasoned thought to everything you say. So I wanted to put it to you guys, and I wanted to put it out there into the ether of the internet to consider the unanswerable question this week, is there a place for Deadpool in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? And I think this is a fascinating question, because what we have here is not a question of quality, we have not a question of, uh, w- w- what we have is a question of compatibility, right? Because nobody's asking, are the Deadpool movies worth keeping around? And I, I you know, with respect, I think we are asking that, or would be, about the, the Fox X-Men films over the last couple of installments. Uh, that doesn't mean, you know, if that franchise had kept on going, I don't think it would have necessarily all been garbage or anything. Uh, I I do think that the last few entries have caused us to kind of start asking, is it running out of steam? Deadpool's not the case there. Deadpool has been, in a lot of ways, uh, one of the biggest franchises in, in comic book entertainment for the last several years. Um, you know, the character was trending in a good direction before the film... But the Ryan Reynolds films have just completely elevated this character to something that, you know, I I think my mom knows who Deadpool is now. And that's huge stuff when those characters start getting that kind of exposure. And those films have been fantastic. Um, They've just been great. I have just enjoyed the heck out of them. We've got an old review on our podcast back catalog of Deadpool 2, if you're interested. But I... There's a question of, is there a place for that sort of thing in the MCU? Or or does Disney value this sort of Disney version of comic book films, right? And if Deadpool happened, could it be a part of the interconnected MCU? Is there a place for the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool in whatever upcoming reboot, reincarnation, of Marvel's Merry Mutants we're all about to see in the next few years. And I think it's fascinating. I, I do think, with respect to... I, I'm certain that Rob Leefield knows more about it than me. Uh, that being said, I'm not certain that he's the first person Kevin Feige is calling to make those decisions. So I'm not 100% convinced that he's got as authoritative of a, fa- of a source as he seems to think he does. So I think that it's still open for discussion a little bit. And I, I think that for me, having reviewed this, considered it for a while, I do think that there's room. I think that it's possible that Disney could find a way to put out that R-rated thing. But here's here's what I want to see, right? If I'm going to segue for a second, and you know, since I'm the only one here tonight, uh, I'm going to go ahead and segue where I like with no one to rein me in, sorry, But here's my question is, does Deadpool need to be part of the connected universe, or could Deadpool be this thing that exists outside of it but adjacent to it? Could Deadpool be sort of a, in in, in an even bigger way now that Marvel's at the reins, could Deadpool be a running commentary on the MCU. So maybe you've got some freedom in those films to do things that you wouldn't with the exact same characters, maybe the exact same actors. Heck, maybe they recast Wolverine and then find a way to work in a Hugh Jackman gag in the Deadpool 3. But I think that the film is, and the series of films is self-aware enough and self-referential enough that it could survive a rebooting of the rest of the mutants, and I think that it would be an easy thing for the Deadpool films to just work in as a gag. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, while if there's a place for Deadpool is certainly unanswerable right now, although hopefully it won't be forever, I do think that Disney is, you know, much as I love the way they've handled these characters, much as I actually am one of the I'm not one of the haters of Disney's handling of Star Wars. All that aside, I I do think Disney, at the end of the day, is motivated by money, because, I mean, come on, it's a company, it's a major corporation, that's what they're about. And I think there's too much money being waved around with Deadpool to just ignore it. And whatever form another Deadpool film takes, I think Disney's smart enough to see. It needs to involve Ryan Reynolds. It, It needs to be completely and totally irreverent. And I think that at the end of the day, we're going to get something that looks a lot more like a Fox Deadpool 3 than it doesn't. Although it maybe isn't exactly that, I certainly see Disney just being lured by the money. They're going to find a way to do it. You know, they found a way to buy this franchise. Of course they're going to find a way to utilize it appropriately. Give it time. Don't get too worked up. Let Rob be Rob. He's going to do his thing. But I think there's an I think there's a happy ending here for the fans of Deadpool. But that's just me. And for now, the question remains unanswerable. See what I did there? Hey, I want to thank everybody for listening. I, I know that you've got literally millions of things you could be listening to at work, on your commute, at home, while you do chores, whatever it is, wherever you access. Uh, a very special and personal thanks from myself and from Mitch. We also want to thank, as always, the Geek Dad Podcast Network for just being so good to us. Uh, those guys have been fantastic to work with and it's just been an honor to be a part of that network having been aware of it before joining it's just been a super cool thing so we want to thank them we want to thank you the listener and we want to thank Comic-Con at home for providing us with some content we'll be back at you next week with some more things to discuss Uh, in the meantime your homework is go watch Umbrella Academy Season 2 because hopefully by the time this posts it's up and I will have watched it all We'll talk to you then, everybody. This podcast has been a production of the Geek Dad Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash geekdad.